Hi, I am Morgan, and in my podcast, I'll be looking deeper into the concepts of my judgment on the creature and what the novel invites us to do moving forward. I will also propose a question at the end that I have developed over the course of reading the novel, so stay tuned to hear that. The first question I will be addressing is, what is your final judgment of the creature? My final judgment of the creature is that I don't believe he was inherently evil and murderous as he ended up being, and it was rather a reflection as to how society perceived him. His violent actions were developed as he was neglected and devoid of any emotions besides fear due to his intimidating looks. As he was isolated from everyone and alone, he loses a sense of self-identity as he, quote, had never yet seen a being resembling him or who claimed any intercourse with him. What was he? As he comes into the world abandoned, he has no guidance and can't even recognize himself. As he says, what was I? Leading to an even more intense feeling of isolation. As the creature has no sense of family, he has not experienced any type of love or welcomeness from anyone besides the man who was blind and couldn't judge him based off his looks and rather his personality. A more relatable situation of this neglect is evident in our daily lives of high school. People will judge you based off your looks to determine your beauty before they even get a chance to explore your personality. As a person who is not part of the popular group, I can give you the most unbiased opinion and outlook of that group at our school. The popular group of school usually consists of girls who follow the beauty standards and are accepted by society. That group is solely based on looks and all of them want to be perceived as having this perfect life and all these friends. They don't care about what other people's personalities, and I find most of them to be self-centered and not caring how other people are affected by them. Luckily, I have found that the popular group has faded and it's become irrelevant as people realize how immature it was to label people as popular or unpopular, or to put people in categories based off their looks. Unfortunately, due to the creature's looks, he put himself into a category of, quote, Satan's and his companions, fellow devils, to admire and encourage him but I am solitary and abhorred. As his size and appearance appear as terrifying to those he tries to reach out to, he is quickly rejected by everyone. The creature's actions of killing those dear to Victor were solely a result of a revenge as Victor abandoned him the second he was introduced to the world and couldn't do anything to fix the way he was looked at by other people. I believe the creature wanted to take away people from Victor by killing them, like how Victor took away the creature's ability to make friends based on his monstrous appearance. Although the creature experiences all this neglect and he becomes vengeful as a result of it, at the end of the book he outgrew his anger and envy and regrets what he had done. As he realized this creature had killed himself, or as his creator had killed himself, because he was disturbed that the creature was still alive, The creature decided it was only right for him to pass as to show the importance of companionship. Although the creature has very little experience with this kind of emotion, by the end of the book he found it within himself and proves he isn't inherently evil. Question 1 has led me into the next question on what does this novel invite us to think or do moving forward, and after question 1 had proposed this idea of neglection based off appearance, the novel invites us as a society to understand personality is the most important thing for a person, and it is affected by our surroundings. Everyone is beautiful in their own ways and deserves to be surrounded by people who love and appreciate them the same way they do to others. 
We need to look past this superficial ideal of beauty and realize beauty comes from within. In addition, the novel also proposes the concept of people are inherently evil and it is rather a result of the ways they have been treated in the past. As the creature first began to reach out and be friendly, he was quickly turned around as nobody would talk to him and found the world to be mean-spirited, so that's all he knew how to act. Unfortunately, some people grow up in the same environment, similar to the monsters, and end up being portrayed as mean and cruel when that's all they were taught. We need to look deeper into those who are perceived this way and find if it was a result of their growing up and give them love and welcoming as it can change the way they see the world for the better and make them a better person. Doing so can also inspire them to do the same for others just like them. Moving forward, we should also embrace diversity and realize not everyone is going to look the same. Their looks can tell a lot about their culture and where they come from, and they resemble their own being. Everyone is unique in their own ways, and we as a society should start to celebrate that. Had the monster not been judged by his looks right off the bat, Victor could have made more creations that looked similar to him and created a sense of acceptance by those who were around him and looked just like him. This would have encouraged him to be more nice to those around him as well. We need to start spreading positivity and have a better outlook on the world to make it a better and more welcoming place for everyone. A quote that stood out to me was at the end of the novel during Walton's final letter when the monster was speaking over Victor's dead body and says, I, the miserable and abandoned, am an abortion to be spurned at and kicked and trampled on. This quote reveals how the monster had been treated and captured his suffering that motivated his crimeful actions. There is also a motif of abortion and how the monster is an unwanted life and was abandoned by his creator. He also has a sense of self-pity which makes the reader feel even more sorrowful for him as he felt betrayed by everyone around him. This quote also gives a deeper look as to why the creature thought that if his creator was dead, he should be too, because he is unwanted and didn't want to make he didn't want to make the creator feel as though he was too. The question I've been curious about through the novel is why do you think that Mary Shelley chose to have Walton frame the novel and not Victor or the creature itself? And I'm inclined to believe that Mary Shelley chose to have Walton frame the story because he looks deeper into the points of views of both Victor and the creature. Had it been one or the other, it would have been very one-sided. For example, if the story was told by Victor, he would have just explained how he wanted a creation that would be a companion to him, and he wanted to invent this grand thing, but it turned out to be very murderous and terrifying. Having Walton frame this story allows the reader to explore the other side of the creature and how the creature wanted to be friendly, but it was quickly turned down by everyone around him. If the novel was just told by the creature, it wouldn't look as to why Victor was so frightened and he wouldn't understand the human experience with the creature. Overall, I found this book to be very interesting and I definitely enjoyed reading it. It gave me a deeper perception on the world and helped me explore the reality of beauty and how it can affect others. It will also help me in the future explore people's personalities more. I hope you enjoyed and thank you for listening to my podcast.